1620 The Zone. Here comes the clown. All right, once again, it's the year of transparency. So, Josh. You know, yeah, what's up? You know, we, we said the we said the B word too many times yesterday. I don't I don't want to say it again. But tell them tell them about your little snafu here. The B word. Yeah, in the crossover yesterday. Remember we were oh, talking yeah, about Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tell, you guys did. You said that a lot excessively. We it, too too many. I, I I completely agree with you. Um Tell them about your little snafu here. Well, I You're of transparency. I'm posting pods during the show, trying to do it during our very 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 minuscule breaks. We're giving you so much content. From 6A to 6P. Just talking, talking, talking. We just never stop talking. Uh, I posted a podcast from our college football playoff uh, expansion segment. And I said, quote, the Big Ten and SEC conference are yielding their power. And Husker follower rightfully. Mm -hmm. He was right. Hashtag Husker follower was right. Dinged me on my poor grammar that it should be wielding their power and not yielding. Mm -hmm. I have made the change on the radio replay page at 1620thezone.com. And I ask for your forgiveness. That's all that we ask for. Thank you for the transparency. I think you'll get brownie points just for being transparent about it. I am humbled. Husker follower also uh, responds. He says he's a little disappointed. You yielded your power to this random internet person instead of holding strong. But I must praise you for being a man of the people. We come to a common understanding. Well, now I don't know if it's yielding or wielding. That's what transparency is all about, my friend Josh. Uh, speaking of transparency, Greg McDermott. You know, there's been some uh, there's been some conversation about what happens to Greg McDermott beyond this season. <laughs> He has a pretty good team. We just talked about him. They beat, just beat the number one team like less than 48 hours ago. Um, but People forget. There's been a lot of conversation surrounding Greg McDermott, including in a, um, before we get to the audio, Josh, mm. from the Zach Gelb show yesterday, who had Mac on, um, there was a uh, little rundown here from Jeff Borzello today on ESPN+. Plus, The guide to the 2024 men's college basketball coaching hot seat. Oh, no. Um, so obviously Mac not on the hot seat, but he has categories of guys um, and then questions. So there's a category here, guys who could look around. Is Greg McDermott mentioned? Yes. Uh, Creighton's Greg McDermott are likely candidates for multiple openings while Porter Moser, Eric Musselman, Mark Pope, Bobby Hurley could all listen to other schools. Fran McCaffrey, Andy Enfield, Buzz Williams, Chris Jans, and Virginia Tech's Mike Young, also others who could look around. Jobs that are already open, Mac is listed here, along with Sean Miller and Lamont Paris and Anthony Grant. Um, not the running back of Nebraska, but Dayton's Anthony Grant, who's got a pretty dang good team this year. Also, Greg McDermott mentioned in the Louisville portion of this, Oh, that dumpster fire. No, don't do that. That would be a tough pill to swallow. I mean, it would be a tough pill to swallow no matter what if Mac wasn't here next year. Um, But going to Louisville would be a really hard one for me. Very, very difficult one. Yeah. Um. So 
With that being said, here's the audio that's kind of going around from the Zach Gelb show, CBS Sports Radio. Yesterday, Mac was on to talk about the big win, but also to get a general rundown on the program and sort of where he's at right now. Here's the full uh, 90 seconds. I know there's been some legendary coaches in football and basketball to walk away recently, and a lot of people feel like that's because of the changes in the sport. Uh, at the age of 59, do you still love this sport? Do you still see yourself uh, coaching like for maybe another 5, 10 years or, or more than that? Yeah, you know, I I, I love I love pra- I love practice. Uh, you know, I love teaching, and that's why I got into it. Uh, I love the relationship piece of my job. And if we ever get to the point that it becomes all transactional, that's probably the point that you know I really think about walking away if relationships don't matter anymore. Um, but in our program, they do. And being able to put together a group of guys that truly likes to celebrate each other's success. And to me, that's that's that warms my heart in coaching when I see that uh, that you know teammates are really really happy when when something good happens to to one of their buddies. Um, so as as long as I as long as we can keep accomplishing that and bringing in the right people, um, you know, this has never really seemed like a job for me uh, in the 35 years that I've done it. Um, so I don't really want to start working now. Do you feel like this is your last stop? Because I know the history with Ohio State. Naturally, your name gets thrown. Uh, right at the top of of their list with their vacancy, do you think Creighton is your last stop as a coach? Yeah, I mean, you, you never say never. Um, you know, obviously, I met with them the last time and and had a tough decision to make um, at that time. Uh, but I've always said that you know, if I had my choice, it would be to to end my career at Creighton. That's Greg McDermott yesterday on the Zach Gilb show. Josh, you've you've been uh, you've been wincing over there. What are you What are you wincing about? I don't love these quotes. Yeah, for me, I don't. I don't you know, um, so I think there's been people who have been kind of doing some comparing to like, what does it feel like this time around compared to how it's felt? And th- these have been rumors that have popped up around this time of year, every single year, and and we can get into the reasoning, like like why this is happening and sort of the timing of, of when it happens every single time. Like I think there's a sort of through line on all that stuff, but I I think the first, the first thing I want to talk about is does it feel different this time around? Is the noise louder this time around than it has been in the years past? And that, that might be true. And some of that is just timing with, the other jobs that have opened. Personally, I don't I don't think it's given Ohio State. It certainly haven't hasn't given DePaul a leg up in any kind of coaching search and carousel that they're trying to get a leg up on uh because they fired their coaches two months before the season ended. I I I, I am not of that opinion. I don't think that's that's been the case for them. Um I think Ohio State will, no matter what, have to wait until after the season ends and until um, you know, they hire their next coach, and usually you see that around the Final Four, or whenever that coach gets eliminated from the NCAA tournament, or whatever their season might end. I, I don't. So from that perspective, maybe the noise is a little bit louder, but I don't feel like it's any more real than it has been over the last couple of years. When I do believe a, a lot of the a, a lot of the like looking around part has been real, right? But is it is right. it more real? <laughs> I know we're, we're sort of splitting hairs here. Like, is it more real this time? 
it doesn't feel that way to me at this moment. It doesn't feel like we're at this crossroads with Mac where it's where it's like, you know, bleep or get off the pot, like leave or don't, you know? It, do, it doesn't feel like that um, to me anyway. That's, that's without knowing sort of what the discussions are from the Creighton side of thing, which obviously from the J from, from, from the Creighton side of things, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's no reason for this to be happening every single year. I would love to get to the point where we could all agree to be like, Hey, you belong here. This is a place where you're wanted. We're going to show you the money that reflects that. And we want you to be the Creighton head coach for as long as you want to be the Creighton head coach. Like I, I, I would love to get to that point, but for whatever reason, we're not there. So here's the that last quote is the red flag for me. If I had my choice, that is, in my opinion, that is you preparing for the PR battle of a messy divorce. I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay here and be your coach. Don't boo me on my way out the door because I wanted to stay here. That that that's framing. That's the beginning of framing a narrative. Well. For for me, that's what it would be. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. So, um, because if that were to happen, if he were to leave, um, that would. I mean, look at how much success he's had here. We just crowned him. Yes, he, he's the best coach in Creighton history. I thought nobody would ever overtake Dana Altman in that category, mm-hmm. but the way it's happened, like, yeah. So it wouldn't make any logical sense for. If if he likes it here and if he wants to end his career at Creighton, it wouldn't make any logical sense for him to not be here. Right. Right. So, um, that's why. That's why I think it's tough for people to sort of wrap their head around, in, um, you know, when this when this seemingly happens around this time, every every you know each of the last couple of years now, um, but, you know, he mentioned it in that in that clip there like it was pretty close to going out you know working out with Ohio State the last mm-hmm. time around i've almost done it before i personally don't feel like ohio state is the spot for him if if he were looking elsewhere i don't feel like any quote unquote open job right now or even job that you could project to be like like Louisville, I don't think that's I I don't think those are the spots for him. Um, in fact, I I do think Creighton is the spot for him, but I think there needs to be some convincing, I suppose, on on sort of both sides in that category. Just, um, just of, if he if he were to move, I don't think Ohio State is the spot. Just out of curiosity, why do you say that? I I don't agree or disagree. I'm I think just, it's that well, if, first of all, the previous flirtation, you know, and then it's it's just sort of sort of going back to that. Um but also it's a you know it's it's a big job with big expectations and expectations to sort of do it now. Um I think Mac is a a builder and a sustainer, right? Not to say that he could, couldn't win there and couldn't win early. Um but there is a specific way to they with a specific way that they play and it takes a lot of buy-in from a lot of people, and um, they'd have to get that right, you know, really, really fast, which is which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. That being said, I mean, they're, they're, how old is he? Fifty-nine. Right. Right. Um, like 
he's still got some time left in his career. So if he wanted to take one big, one last big hack and a big job that's going to pay a bunch of money, then I, you know, maybe that is the place. I just don't, I don't feel like that's a, that's a job just from my viewpoint. That doesn't seem like a job with the, with the basketball history, quote unquote, that, that you would like, it doesn't feel like that would be the one. Creighton is a, is a program on better footing, right? Because of Mac, obviously, um, but more history and better footing and all, and all this stuff and a built-in fan base than, than all that stuff. So I, I don't feel like that's a job. I certainly don't feel like Louisville is the one with all the, the, the sort of messy stuff going on there. How that's worked administratively. No, Louisville's not a quick turnaround. Yeah. But I I mean I you know, we can't we can't say that this stuff is not like it is not at least a rumor that's that's going around, like sort of acknowledging it I think is is good. Um but you know maybe, I am a little yeah, I, th- I think it's good, but I am a little surprised. He did making sense of it is sort of you know it's kind of harder to to understand at the same time in order to take him it just it just feels like to me in order for someone to come in and take him take him away from from creating a place that he loves and he's always said don't mess with happy right he's happy yeah you know to a to a certain point like it's gonna take it, it's gonna take the right person slash ad Right, um, it's and then the right the right program and then the right amount of sort of control and the right setup in order to take him away from a place like this. But I but like to to my beginning point, I don't feel like it's any more or less real just right now than it has been going back year over year. That's just where I'm at. Once again, as it feels pretty real to me. Yeah. And that might tell you that it, that it was, you know, I mean, the Ohio state thing almost happened, right? Yeah. And, but that was, that was a number of years ago and things have obviously changed since then. And he knows I'm, if he hasn't already, I'm going to get asked again. I'm going to, I'll go through the process. But no doubt about it. It'd be, it, it would be a, um, a tough pill to swallow. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, maybe it's a less tough pill to swallow for Creighton fans if he does end up end up going, um, because he's had such a great career. I mean, he's been here for 14 years. Um, you know, ushered this change into the Big East. It doesn't feel like it'd be the right timing for it because it feels like they're still, you know, either at their peak or peaking or on the back end of that peak. Whatever you know, his time here, like they they've cracked the code mm-hmm. and they've got the right people and they've. You know they they understand what it takes to do it, and they've been one of the most successful teams in the Big East since it's existed in this in this current state that we know. that that's the tough part, I suppose. But I do think he is in that position in life where if I want to if I want to take another crack at it, it it's now. Now is the time. Yeah. Last year would have been the time. The sure. two years ago would have been the time. Right. It it's it, it's either finishing here or. At the end of the day, it's either finishing here or not, mm-hmm. right? And if it's not, then you got to give yourself a little bit of pat on the backside of that to say, "All right, well then, it's not here. 
then I got to go start something else and we got to get it off the ground and then I want to get it to full force and that takes a period of time as well. So I feel like the best thing for him is to be here and he wants to be here and so I hope they can make it work where he is here. Yeah, you should do what, that. Whatever that may take. Whatever it may take. Whatever that may take. Do that. I feel like they should figure that out. Present him a contract on senior night on the court and say, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, uh, I heard Gary mention this this morning, but like, um, you know, wouldn't this be, wouldn't this, wouldn't it have made you so happy if, you know, they just beat UConn the other night and then you're like, oh, hello, um, we'd like to announce something today. <laughs> would have been very fitting. Yeah. It would have <laughs> I don't, excited I don't the fan base, like, but who, who would do yeah, that? Yeah, it's a, like a, it's a fake, you know, thing, but um, yeah, I mean, People have asked me over messages and and whatever, like, hey, like, is do we have to entertain this? Like, is is this is this something that I should be sweating about? And it, like, my answer is like, yes. But this is far okay. from the first time that he's been asked to entertain other jobs. So keep that in mind too. You might not right. have known about uh-huh. it, but it's been real. That is important here for. A few years, right? So keep that in mind too. Now you're now you know about it because it's out there. Typical and it's become media. more and more real, and so it feels different. But in my opinion, I don't know how much how much it's changed from the run up to it maybe happening last year or the run up to it maybe happening the year before. Just Connor Happer just hiding everything he knows Mm-mm. from the fans. Typical media. Mm-mm. Why uh, didn't you tell me Scott Frost was really bad at his job? We got a uh, we got a text here from the text line. Hi, text line. Mac has been at Creighton for 14 years. He hasn't just hit the ceiling. He's blown through the ceiling and built another level to the house. Been to the Sweet Great 16 analogy. multiple times. Been to an Elite Eight. Doug's numbers in the rafters. The boxes have been checked. And... I mean, to, to add another one into that category, to if you're building the case for, like, he's accomplished what he's needed to accomplish here, um, Baylor Shireman is gone mm-hmm. uh, after this year. Trey Alexander is almost for sure gone. Brian Kalkbrenner would, would definitely be gone if Mac left, right? Right. Um, and so this group... That they, which, which, as I referred to yesterday, the the core of which is Trey Alexander and Ryan Kalkbrenner, is, you know, it might represent a fresh break after this year. So sure. there's there's that piece of it too. And but then, do you make your decision based off of what your roster is going to look like? That's kind of a a dangerous, dis, mm-hmm. you know, decision yeah. in this day and age of college basketball because you never really know. And it 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 brings me back to the question of okay, which we've been asking all week. What kind of program is Creighton? Are they on the level of like a Yukon Marquette, like perennial contender? Or are they on the tier below or even a tier below that? Like well, like what? like top tier in college basketball? No. Right. But can we expect under under this coach, can we expect them to be a top twenty five team every single year and maximize Absolutely. what they have? Absolutely. Yes. Under not this coach? Probably, but there's also the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's in a great place because of what he's brought to the table. Like the texter said, check some boxes there. Does he think he's hit? Does he think he's maximized where this program can go? Or is he saying we just it's t- it's been a long on build. like a on like a five year rolling scale? Uh-huh. Maybe that's the case. Like. I think I've gotten Couple all the sweet, juice sweet out 16s, of here. Elite yeah, Eights, yeah. National Player of the Year, or is first he team All Americans, a Big East title. Yeah, I built another story on this house, yeah. but there's one more story to build. Yeah, maybe we got an attic. We need to build a nice, tidy little attic. All right, uh, we'll be back. A couple more minutes on the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. Previous.